702. Family Matters. We start our Family Matters feature and the conversation I want us to have this morning is around parenting adult children once they have their own kids. I think we know that once a child becomes an adult with their own children, that parent-child relationship kind of changes, right? Your child starts to become maybe your peer to an extent instead of becoming a dependent minor. It's normal and it's necessary for kids to pull away as they go through this important developmental task because they're trying to create their own separate identity, their own separate parenting identity. And I want to know what your experience was, right? As a parent, how did your relationship with your child change when they became parents? And as your parent's child, how did your relationship change when you had your own kids? I think there's great understanding, right, of the needs of all the adult children to be themselves and to allow for that significant shift in the mindset when they become parents themselves. You know, because as parents are moving from the seat in the front, right, of being having these kids dependent on you and now you're moving to the back seat. And sometimes that's uncomfortable for some of the parents. So what role have you taken now that your adult children have their own kids? How has your relationship changed with your parents after having your own kids? You can call me on 011-883-0702. The WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. Laura Markovitz is a parent coach who's going to guide us through this discussion. Thank you for making time for us, Laura. Good morning. Hi, Clement. Good to be here. So when we talk about adult children we who have their own kids, of course, we, we can often make the mistake of thinking, well, they don't need parenting anymore because they themselves are our parents. Is that how it is? Do adult children with children still need parenting? Well, I, I think it, it depends who you're asking. Some will say, absolutely not, leave me well alone. Um, and some are still feeling quite needy of their parents' support and guidance. So I think you, you, know, you hit on something that you were saying um, in your intro of, you know, hope. well, I think hopefully parents have that greater understanding that you spoke of, of their own children needing to become their own adults, find their way in parenting, um, see what they are going to do, find their own ways. And ideally, that's all going to work smoothly and beautifully and um, your own parents are going to sort of sit from the sidelines and um, with glee watch you parent. But I think we all know that sometimes that can be a lot more complicated mm. than um, than we set out for it to be. So I think, you know, parenting generally goes through phases and stages develop- depending on the developmental stage of our kids. And kind of from the day they are born, we kind of start drifting into um, helping them more and more to separate out. 
So when they are adolescents in particular, you know, we're really grappling and struggling with them being their own people, and there's often a lot of resistance. But we don't think about as much this kind of parenting stage when then they are adulting as well mm. and trying to find their own way. So I think it can up a number of complications depending on your relationship with your child or with your parents. Um, that's going to depend on how things pan out once your own children become parents themselves. Mm. So, yeah, it, yeah. How difficult is it, though, for parents to let go and and realize that my relationship with my adult child is is about to change? So they appreciate that there's going to be a shift um, in how they relate with with their child because now they're no longer just a dependent minor. You know, they they've got their own children. Is it a difficult thing for parents to? let go and, and allow the adult kids themselves to be and, and even raise their children the way they want to raise them without interfering? Mm. Yeah, I think for many it's very hard. For some it's easier. I, I think it might depend on kind of your parenting style when you were bringing your kids up initially. So um not sure if you're familiar, but I'll share a little bit about different parenting styles. And if you have brought your children up in kind of a more um, permissive style of parenting where you are very much focused on what you perceive their needs to be and trying to just give them whatever you think that they want and not really placing any demands on them, then that's a very permissive style of parenting. Other end of the spectrum is a very authoritarian style of parenting where we're very strict I'm not really interested in the child's age or stage of development. I'm just placing demands on them. And both of those sets of parents might struggle differently with separation and allowing their children to um, yeah, become their own people. What we're aiming for more is an authoritative style of parenting while we are raising our kids, which is very highly responsive, empathically, respectfully, um, holding close what is going on for our children, but at the same time, holding healthy and consistent boundaries for them at the same time. So parents who've brought children up in an authoritative style of parenting generally do better with their children's um separating out and being their own parents. But but if they've struggled initially mm. with um, holding respectful, kind, and boundaried relationships, then that is generally something that's going to spill over into this adult relationship. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's very, very case-dependent um, in terms of how things have been initially and then how things are going to be. For some, it's absolutely the most incredible experience to see your children becoming parents. And many relationships thrive on that kind of relationship. But for some, it's a lot more complicated and a lot more kind of bound up in issues of control, issues of communication, thinking 
you need to do it the way I think is correct. Mm. Um, not being open to hearing or thinking about your own child's finding their own way to how they would like to parent their children. So absolutely, it's very case specific, but I do think it's kind of bound up in your initial parenting style and how you've raised your kids. Mm. So, so when do you know when you need to intervene and, and maybe take responsibility as the parent? Because I'm assuming now that, you know, you've got to strike that balance. You don't entirely mm. forego your responsibility as a parent. Um, uh, you, you still allow your kid to, you know, be and raise their kids. They want to raise them. You appreciate that there's a slight shift um, in your relationship, but also you don't want to just you know, fold your arms and look away and say, well, mm. let them do whatever they want to do. In my experience, and I don't have kids yet, Laura, but my, my experience mm. with the parents, is, especially my mom, is that she's always a mom. <laughs> like, like, regardless of how old I am, it's there are questions. <laughs> when I'm traveling and I haven't said anything to her, she'll ask, how, why? I'm like, uh, I'm 33 years old. <laughs> I can decide to leave the country any day. Um, you know, so so parents are have, you know, just inherently are always going to be parents. So how do they know this is the best time to intervene and take that responsibility of being a parent and maybe this is not? I mean, it's such a such a great question and a very, um, yeah, such an important observation because you don't, it's not like this time arrives in adulthood where you go, right, that's it. Everything seems completely in place. Um, my child is emotionally, physically, um, um, relationship-wise. Everything feels the stars are aligned. Everything is perfect. I can just back off. I don't think that ever happens at a point, as you say, with your mom and equally with my mom too, Clement. And I sit here also at 48 years old, so I relate. <laughs> So you never you never switch that off. But I think I think it's very much about being thoughtful about how you enter that trying to balance that um interference and interest. Um so you know, absolutely, we don't want, I, I, don't, I don't think any parent can just completely switch off. Your heart is in this forevermore. Um but I think it is being thoughtful about how you are getting involved in your your children's lives when they have their own children. And I think that's a very difficult balancing act for parents to take. But some of the things I think that can be helpful are thinking around um, whether your child is needing advice or whether they are needing holding um, and support. And that is always a hard one because we as parents are so geared to fix, problem solve, make better, tell them the right thing to do, um, tell them what we think is the correct way to do things. So I, I think the first port of call is before we even um, kind of jump in is to think, well, what is the purpose of my um of my input mm. is it is is my child needing support love care or are they needing guidance 
and and a good um, rule of thumb is to actually ask that, you know, to actually say to your kids, um, you know, I'm seeing that you're very stressed at the moment. Do you want me to just, do you want me to be here because I am here for you? Or would you like me to tell you what I'm thinking? And that's a hard one um, to do, but often a very helpful thing to do before we just jump in and fix. And I think for parents to to also say, you know, I'm never going to switch off my care and um, love and worry and concern for how you are, but to check in. Say, you know, is it is it helpful when I am doing X, Y, Z, or does it um, does it upset you? And I think what this really boils down to are two things. One is judgment issues around judgment mm. and issues around communication and. I think when it comes to your own children having their own children, um, judgment can be a very difficult um, feeling to to manage. You know, am I judging that they are not disciplining the child how I think they should be disciplining the child? Are they not doing following the rituals that I think are important? Are they not doing um, whatever I feel is right or important? So to think about how you are going in with talking to them about things that you feel judgmental about. So, you know, um, it might be before I speak, think, well, what is the, you know, what is my, what is the point of this input? Is it something that I just want to get my thoughts aired or is it something that I really want to be, um, you know, feel is important and really want to get, uh, have my child's take on? Similarly, from the child's perspective, sometimes it's very hard to hear judgments. Um, and sometimes it's very hard to take on board what a parent is sharing. So they might be sharing something that makes us feel incredibly defensive or um, upset, but it can be very helpful to say, hang on, mom, I'm feeling like you're being very interfering at the moment. Um, it's hard for me to hear this, but I'm going to take a step back and think about it a little bit. Because sometimes we kind of, well, for lack of a better phrase, throw the baby out with the, uh, with the bathwater. Mm. But without listening to our parents, because sometimes their wisdom and their um, knowledge is helpful. So I think it's, it's, it's helpful to think about our relationship with judgment and then also to think about how we communicating. So as I say, I mean, our dance with this whole story of how much do we get involved and how much do we let go? Communication is very much the key. And, um, you know, I mean, when I was telling my mom that I was chatting about this, she said, it's a lot of biting your tongue. <laughs> um, <laughs> managing, <laughs> managing this, this, this relationship. Yeah. And I, I think, I think sometimes it is biting your tongue, mm. but I think it's also, um, it's also thinking about how are you communicating? Mm. Are you coming across very critically? Do you come across very defensively? Um, do you speak in a way that um, these are these are four um, four elements of communication that the, the John Gottman from the Gottman Institute talks about with relationships? That is, 
incredibly useful to mm. think about with any kind of relationship. Mm. And so one of them is criticism. Am I criticizing you? Am I making you feel less than by what I'm telling you? I, am I being very defensive by saying, well, I never did that. No, I never. And I, I don't take responsibility for my own part in what is what I'm talking about. Am I speaking very contemptuously to my kids? So am I saying things like, oh, just wait. You just wait till they are 15. They're going to be just as bad as you were. They're going to get you, give you gray hairs just like you did sort of sarcasm and difficult things that don't kind of engender mm. warm and respectful and kind okay. relationships. And finally, stonewalling, if I just switch off and ignore mm. and don't um and, and don't and don't enter the conversation rather than saying, sure, I'm finding it very hard to hear what you're saying. I need to take a little bit of a breather and think about it before I re-enter discussing this. So, so I think those two things, communication and judgment and thinking about our relationship with those things are helpful elements mm. in kind of doing that difficult dance that we have to do of kind of interference and healthy involvement. Yeah. How do you manage that difficult dance? I will take your call on 011 Do you bite your tongue uh, as a parent? Uh, what's been your experience? How did your relationship with your child change uh, when they became uh, parents? Uh, did you have issues around when they decided we're not going for the christening of our child? Um, or did you think, no, 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 that's how we've always been doing things and, and you sort of are forceful in your approach of parenting and you want the same to be replicated with your grain kids. Um, and has that, you know, caused some tension between you and your child, the way that you are approaching parenting them as adult children. And I want to hear from the adult children themselves. Hmm? How are you with your parent now? How are they parenting you? Um, is it smooth? Is there some level of interference? How do you navigate that? 011-883-0702. Family Matters. If you've just joined us on our Family Matters feature this morning, we are discussing how you can parent adult children once they have their own kids. And I want to know what the dynamic has been between you and your adult children. I want to go straight to your lines now on 011-883-0702. Your WhatsApps as well coming through on 072 Hi, Clement. Uh, thanks so much. A uh, good show. And uh, thanks to your guest. Uh, I've got this problem also with my parents. They were happy that uh, I, get, uh, I got married uh, in 2004. Uh, then they wanted to control everything in my house. Uh, I've got three kids with my wife, but they still want to control everything. And I've reached a point that uh, they start hating my wife. Uh, I don't know where, where this can stop. I don't know. What can I do? Because this, this is eating in me. Because I've got, I've got kids that I have to support. Mm. And I've got their pressure that I have to nurture. I don't know, Kremen. I don't know. Thanks.
please help me. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I can hear just how stressful this is for you. Uh, Laura, how do you approach parents who are crossing uh, the line like that? Yeah, so hard. And I mean, I, I didn't catch a caller's name, but just, uh, yes, it's uh, such an awfully torn position to be in because I can hear, obviously, your parents aren't people that you prepare to just go, well, that's it, I I, I cut you off. And they obviously remain very important to you. And obviously, your family, your, your, your wife and your children are incredibly important to you. So what do you do in this position? And I think it's, a, it's, it's, it's first of all, acknowledging how incredibly hard it is, but then thinking about what it is that's important to you. And kind of when we in the, the the mix of all these different voices, and I'm sure you've got your wife, you've got your parents, you've got your own voice, it's so hard to find what is actually the essence of what is important to you and what you are wanting. And I think once you start thinking about what is really important to you, your values, your um your and your wife's intention for your family, to have a strong picture of that. Then you work backwards from that and you think, okay, once I have that clearer, then I can start putting up the boundaries with my parents if need be. And that is going to have to be, you know, putting boundaries up is never easy, but it will require the kind of communication stuff that I spoke about a little bit earlier. So it might mean starting from a point of view of acknowledging that it's very hard for them to watch your parent or have your family in a way that doesn't feel the same or how they had expected it to be. So starting from that point of view, but then to be able to say, this is what is important to me and my family, and this is how I would like things to be. And putting up the boundary of how that's going to be. If your parents are not able to accept that and work around it, then you are going to have to say, look, this is incredibly hard. I want you in our lives. You are very important people in our lives, but I cannot have you in our lives if you are going to be making trouble and hurting my wife as well. You must understand that my position is very difficult, but these are the things that are very important to me. So first of all, it's that communication stuff, and then it's also putting up the boundaries but it is very, very, very difficult to do. I know that. But it takes, I think, sitting back and thinking about what's really important to you and then following through from there. But, yeah, my heart goes out to you because it's a very hard place to be. But I hope mm. that gives you something to think about in terms of changing things. And just to add to that, that you know, parent relationships are always up for changing. And if we manage them in a healthy and boundaried and respectful way, there's potential for incredible growth and connection. So sometimes it can go um, the way that uh, Rela Bechile was saying earlier in terms of cutting off families because you, 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 you're not having anything to do with them. Mm. Yes, sometimes that is the outcome. But actually, sometimes if handled in a very healthy way, there can be incredible growth and connection that comes from handling things very well. Yeah, sure. I mean, if you've been raised to 
never disagree with your parents and, and many mm. of us were raised that way you don't say no to you don't say you are wrong to your parent right mm. they were never interested to hear your side of the story but they you know they did the best that they could i mean can you imagine mm. after you've been socialized that way right for i don't know 30 years 40 years and now you've got to say to that parent the very same one that you are mm. wrong or no i will not mm. do it that way it can really be difficult but that communication mm. As you say, Laura, is so important. Mm. Let's talk about grandparents mm. now because these people are not just becoming parents to us as adult children who are raising mm. our own children. They are now becoming grandparents as well. And sometimes it's very interesting to observe uh, that relationship. You know, some, some adult children will say, ooh, uh, my grandparents spoil my, my kids too much or my grandparents mm. are trying to use you know, the same mechanisms, right? The, the same ways they raised me, they're applying that to how they're raising my children and I want that to be different. So how do you navigate that grandparent and, and grandchildren relationship? Mm. So again, this is such a, you know, such a changing and evolving role. And for many grandparents and grandchildren, it is an, it's a very beautiful and incredible relationship to see and to, to, um, connect with your grandchildren. But where it, where it can go wrong is exactly as you said, in terms of the spoiling or in terms of doing things that as, um, a parent, you don't feel comfortable with that. So again, tricky to navigate. So I don't sugarcoat any of this and say, oh, well, just go and tell them you don't like it because I think we all know it's not that simple. So again, with any of this kind of thing, I think kind of the, the combo of empathy. So empathy is understanding where they are coming from, knowing that they are doing their best, um, Knowing, seeing their position, seeing that maybe it's hard for them, letting them know that you see their position, coming from respect, which is, you know, I love that you are um, having a relationship with my kids and it feels so special to me and I really want that to be something that we um, encourage and grow and that they have a good relationship with you. And then thirdly, again, it's the boundary stuff of, you know, I know that when you're with them, you want to give them so much sugar or so much screen time or whatever it is. Um, but for me, that's something that's not, that I'm not comfortable with. So can we think of a compromise? And I think that's a very important, um, an important part of that relationship is, you know, as parents, we think, again, it's often issues with control. So I want to control exactly what's happening in my, in my, um, in the grandparenting relationship. The grandparents might want to control what's happening in the parenting relationship. Sometimes we do have to step back and compromise and go, you know what? When they do go to, um, their grandparents' home, they do get a bit more or things are a little bit different, but we can then contextualize that for our kids so we are able to say things like well when you are at grandpa's home um that's how things are when you are there but they are different here so i think it's it's a combo of that empathy respect the boundaries of saying look you cannot give them you know 
um, 15 chocolates on every visit. Um, and it is about saying, you know, I, I won't have you discipline them the way that you've been disciplined. I'm not comfortable with that. Mm. But let's think together about what is a compromise that can work for both of us that feels manageable. And then again, to contextualize that with our kids, that when we are at their home, things are a little bit different. So we help make sense of that um, for our kids as well. Okay. And how important is, you know, the the parents being cheerleaders as well for the adult, adult children? Because I think, Laura, sometimes, you know, the parents will be tempted to just criticize and criticize, right? They only comment when something has gone wrong. Oh, oh, why did you, why do you treat, why do you, do you raise them this way? Why do you dress them like this? You know, why do you discipline them this way? How important is it for parents to also take a moment to say, I see what you're doing here. I think this is a good thing. Or, you know, just to be a cheerleader as well. Oh, Clement, I'm so glad you brought that up. So I think it is immensely important because, you know, we're all winging it. We're all finding our way in this world, adulting, whether we have kids or not, whether we um, do, you know, we're all trying to find our way. And when we are only focused on the negative, then that tends to be what grows. That tends to be kind of what eats its way into our connections and our relationships and how things are. So if we are constantly criticizing um, and saying what is wrong and what you are not doing right, then that really, really grows a feeling of insecurity, a feeling of judgment, um, a feeling of like, oh, maybe because no matter how much a child is going to tell you, well, I'm not interested in what my, my mother and father think. I don't, I, I'm not, I don't care. I don't care. There's always a bit of penetration into your thinking and being in terms of feeling what they think and how they are being. So it's always going to affect you in some way. So it's so helpful. Absolutely. You know, and it's not about cheesy, ridiculous cheerleading. Oh, you're the best parent in the whole world. You this, you that. But it is about noticing and actively looking out for the things that they are doing well. Um, you know, she's, you know, I, I used to struggle with getting the baby to fall asleep. I, I see that you do that so well. Um, you know, I, I see that you taking time to, um, be with your child mm. more than, um, more than I ever thought was important. Yeah. Just to notice those things. So, and actively look out for them and articulate mm. them because yeah. it really does go a long way what we focus on tends to grow and if we're going to focus on the negative mm. we're generally going to feed the negative so, so be intentional yeah, absolutely yeah yes absolutely uh, we're out of time laura but I, I want you to quickly respond to this um someone anonymous says hi uh, i have always had a problem with my mother-in-law always taking my daughter's side and i'm afraid this has resulted in me feeling like my daughter loves her even more uh, than she loves me. My daughter is 31 years old and a mother, but I still feel the same way. Um, mm. So so this parent just feels, yeah, because the grandmom is always taking the daughter's child, she just feels, you know, she's more connected to the grandmother than she is to her. Mm. 
I mean, very hard, and obviously I don't know enough, but I suppose just very quickly, two two things that come to mind is, you know, it can feel very, sometimes very threatening when somebody has a closer, has a close relationship um, with your child, and sometimes that can feel like a judgment on your own connection and your own relationship. So my my first thought is is really to focus on your own connection. So rather than, you know, and I, I know how difficult it can be to, to kind of watch that stuff, but focus on your own connection with your daughter. So maybe, um, you know, try find ways that you do get to mm-hmm. hang out and do connect um, differently, not just in a conflict yeah. setting. Um, so to grow that, that, that relationship mm-hmm. and to try not get so... Um, mm-hmm fixated and caught up in that yeah. in sort of the, the the what's going on with your mom-in-law as hard as that is but find a way to focus on growing your connection and relationship with your own daughter yeah. laura markovitz parent coach thank you you've been great in guiding us today through this important conversation i appreciate your time